Hi, everyone, and welcome to, to the Devoted Life Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Tracy. And tonight we're going to be discussing the topic of pride, which is a pretty um, vast topic, actually. <laughs> and um, it's, again, something I, I think we had something different planned for tonight, but uh, Stephen felt the Lord really put that topic on his heart. So we changed up what we were going to do tonight because of that, because we want to be led of the Lord and, you know, what he puts on our hearts. So we hope you guys will find this, you know, helpful and insightful. Um, as always, you can follow us on social media at the devoted life podcast, uh, on Instagram and the devoted life on Facebook. And if you would like to support this podcast, you can do so through PayPal, Patreon, or via our merch store. And we are always just so grateful for the continued support that we've received. And we hope you guys are really enjoying this um, because we really enjoy doing this every week. So, um, so yeah, pride, <laughs> pride. It's a, it's a, it's a doozy. It's a doozy of a, of a topic. It's very, um, very vast in the sense of like, it can be really major things in the category of pride and really minor things that we don't even really think could be categorized as pride. So that's really interesting to really kind of learn that and see that. And, um, like I said, Stephen, Stephen's gonna, lead again because the Lord really put this on his heart. So I'm um, kind of pretty much gave him a download for, for this topic tonight. So, right. Well, you know, there's three, three things when you're looking at, um, looking at pride and you, if you're something you're trying to overcome, um, is first thing is understanding the source of the pride. Um, then we're going to look at like the, how destruct in areas in which pride is destructive and then also solutions to overcoming um, overcoming pride. Um, one of the big things in understanding the source of pride is, you know, obviously where it comes from. Um, if you look at the, I mean, number one is love of the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the world right now, how it is. I mean, everything you look at, whether it's on TV or there's always it's a very uh, prideful society. Well, it's me centric. It's very yeah right. It's me. very me centric. Yeah. It's all about Self-love, right. self self-this, self, self-this, self. it's all self and yep. me, 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 mm-hmm. me, very, very selfish world we live in. Um, so it's not, it's not a, it's not a surprising to mm-hmm. see how, how rampant pride is in society. Yeah. And even in the church, unfortunately, you mm-hmm. see it and we'll touch on yeah. that too. Um, Cause we as Christians can operate in pride and not even realize right. it. I think yeah. sometimes that's how sneaky pride is. Yeah. Yeah. It can operate in your life in ways that you don't really necessarily identify it as pride, which is pretty crazy. But if you actually sit with it and really kind of look into right. it and just dissect it a bit and go, whoa, that is pride. Right. There is such a thing as what they go, like, well, what I call or what I read, spiritual pride. Yeah. And we'll touch on that more toward the end. But mm-hmm. um, this is more just pride in general. I mean, this applies to all people, whether you're in, whether you're not saved or saved. I mean, it's just pride in yeah. general. Um, 
Well, and I think obviously we'll give, you know, examples of how we've had to overcome pride in our lives right, and, and how I, the Lord's right. shown that to us. And, right, and I'll parallel that with my, you know. kind of my own life, my own experience. And the reason I talk on this is because I had a lot of this in my life and didn't it's just yeah. not something I didn't think of it as pride, I guess. No. And it's also one of the big reasons that kept me out of, away sure. from God for so yeah. long was pride. Yeah. And looking on it now, I know it's pride now, but back then I didn't realize that's what it was. But I'll, I'll call it kind of elaborate on that topic, I guess. I think that's under the category of like spiritual pride with what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that was you know prior to me being saved. You right. Know, right. You know where you hear um, people use you hear a lot of people when they say the reason they weren't in church and they stay out of mm-hmm. church and they eventually get saved, but the reason they didn't go to church for so long was because they were church. You hear the term church, church hurt. hurt. Yeah. Okay. I mean that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but really, um, what you're doing when you say you're church is you're blaming God for what man did to you. Right. And that's I mean, really, that's, really, really, that's what you're doing because you're yeah. idolizing man's mistakes. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and you're then, punishing. Yeah. You're actually punishing yourself, really, because right. you're staying out of God's graces and out of, yeah, out of, yeah. out of keep, if that keeps you from being saved because yeah. you're mad at man, right. it's misdirected anger, anyways. Right, because it was never a God thing; it was a man thing. Right, you know, and, and it took me till after I was yeah. saved to realize that. Yes, even a while it took me a while, even after being saved, to give my life to Christ. That, yeah, when I took time to look back on that, yeah, and really understand what that was, and I was like, wow. I mean, that was, it's sad when you mm-hmm. look back on it. It's like that was it. I was just mad at mm-hmm. people who represented Christianity really poorly. Yeah, which, which but, now we know is this, these are spirit, it's spirit, a spirit of religion. religion. And yeah, and that's why. That comes that pride and that's yeah. that judgment. Yep, yep, yep. But, you know, like I said, blaming God for what man did. Yeah. You know? Um, there's a verse in um, it's at 1 John 2.16. I'm reading now the ESV version. It says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. That's true. Well, and I think, too, when you when you look at it like, oh, they, you know, they hurt me, and this is why I don't want to be a church, and this is, well, it's ultimately, this is why I don't want anything to do with God. Like, God didn't do that. I mean, that's why it's so sad. Right. And, and, it, and we say also, it, it's blind, you're blinded, too. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, too, if you think about it. When you're in the world and you're like that, you're already blind. But it's almost like you're doubly blind yeah. when you're operating in pride, too. Yeah. So it's like you're blind because you're in the world and then you're you're blinded by your pride. And you just think it's almost like you think you're justified right. in your stance yeah. and how you feel. And, right. you know, and that also, you know, ties into, you know, unforgiveness and and unforgiveness is pride, too. Right. They don't deserve my forgiveness, you know. Right. Well, you know, you're you're blaming God for people that hurt you, whether it was whether you had gone to church at a certain point in your life. Um, mm-hmm. You're blaming God for that, or if it was a pastor who was a, maybe just a bad example of yeah. how a pastor should act or behave, yeah. or, you know. But you also got to remember they didn't die for your sins. Yeah. Jesus did. Yep. Yeah. So don't. Basically, yeah. my point is don't blame the rest of the body of Christ, all the other believers, for a couple of bad apples. Yeah. We're supposed yeah. to worship Jesus, not the mistakes of man. Amen. Yep. You know? That's true.
But I think that's such a common thing you hear. It really hear. is, yeah. I mean, you hear that all the time. Well, and, you, and then, and you, because and it's so something you hear about so much, then you sit and go, oh, that's a tactic of the enemy. It's well, a tactic you, of the enemy, man. If you think man. about that, that's also fear of man. Yeah. In a way, you, you fear what man thinks of you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like, if you're really just focused on God and committed to, you'd be going there. You'd be like, I don't care what they think. I don't care. You know, I'm coming for God. Like, now, the way I look at things now is like, I don't, I'll go wherever God takes me because I don't care what man thinks. Right. I don't care what man thinks because we're not there for God. Man's not my savior. Nope. You know, so. But I think that's that's an important distinction to make because people need to understand that there's a difference, you know, and be careful that you're not blaming God for what man did to you. Right. That's a really, I mean, it's a pretty obvious way of saying it, but I don't, a lot of people that come out of that don't realize how simple that is and how, if you really think and look at that, how silly that is. Yeah. It's like you're blank. Yeah. It's right. never a God. But you were never mad at God. Yeah. No. Right. God didn't do it. Man right. did. Yeah. So that's really, I don't know. That's interesting when you really right. sit and kind of dissect that, you know? Right. Look into that a little deeper. Right. But it it is it is crazy how common that is. How right. often you yeah, hear people is. come and say, "I was church hurt," and right. this is why I've been out of church. And like I just said it too. It's that's totally a tactic of the enemy. Right. That's why it's a, it's a spirit of religion is mm-hmm. is an operation. So it causes that to happen. Yeah. Right. And so and that's also too where you know we'll get into the spiritual pride but that's like part of our discernment and being able to discern mm-hmm. what things are in operation and well you know and then you know stuff. the issue with pride in the world and then you got um it's not a surprising issue but when you also have um where pride is kind of infiltrated it's and weasel its way into into the church in the, in the modern church now mm-hmm. um it's almost like somebody left the door open and pride snuck in yeah you see it all the time, I, you know, and that's where you get church or it comes from because you get prideful Christians mm-hmm. or prideful people that look down on others. Yeah. You know, that happened to me. That's a spirit of religion. Mm-hmm. And the judgment and, and prideful judgmental spirit. and prideful. So they look down on others and... Haughty. Right, like, yeah. better than... Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it makes you wonder, like, where were the gatekeepers the whole time that left that in there, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's how sneaky it is, though. Yeah. Easily can weasel its way in, even in the church. It can do that. It's you know important even as Christians to be vigilant and you know. Well, when we when we spoke on this last year when we gave uh, our testimonies at our last church right. before we were called out to Texas, um, you gave a really interesting example and everyone was like got to check in there. People that came up and talked to you after said like said they got like a total like a revelation. <laughs> like, oh yeah, was like a check in their spirit like. I've done that. I've said that exact same statement. And and it's, say what that is, because it's so crazy to even think of. It was the... I've said a lot of things, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Were you like, well, well I don't do that. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not you know? prideful like... I'm, I'm not prideful. Pr- I don't do that. I'm not prideful like that. That's pride. Yeah. I'm not prideful like that. I don't do that. Yeah. And you're pointing out whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Or like that person. You know what I mean? You're just in that... Right. Context. That's like right. That's pride. Pride. Yeah. I was like, wow. That's well, the pro- you know the thing. problem with pride and why it's so destructive. It's very elusive too. Yeah. You know, it's most people. Um, 
don't even realize they're operating in that because it's very self-deceiving. Yeah. You know, it's probably self-deceiving. And it'll blind you, kind of blind you to reality, the reality of having pride because it'll be a situation where like everyone else can see it except you. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and how many people like that we, we've known in our life um, have have been like people that Oh, I, I can do it. I'm I'm fine. I can do it by myself. Well, self sufficiency. Yeah. So self sufficiency is it's just another form. Of oh, need any well. help? I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. I, and literally, surprising enough, you you see that in Christians too. Yeah. They don't ask for help. They yeah. don't want to be depend. And I don't mean dependent like in a bad way, but to they don't want to reach out. They don't want to ask for that help especially if they're struggling or if they're feeling overwhelmed right. or whatever. And it's like, you know, that's pride, right? Right. It's a I mean, I've, I have had to, you know, break break that down and have a conversation with some people close mm-hmm. to me and say, that's pride. Hello. And they're like, yeah, it is. You're right. You know? Yeah. And, and it wasn't like me trying to fault find or anything. It was no. obviously out of love, but I'm like, hey, hey, don't do that. Like, hey, just put the brakes on that right now right. because – you don't want to go further with that because that's actually what that is. Right. And it doesn't seem like it's a bad thing because, oh, I don't want to bother people or I don't want to right. impose on them. Well, I think in a lot of those situations, like, it's not even necessarily reaching out to people. But are you are you giving that to God? That too. If you're carrying that around and you aren't giving that stuff to God, mm-hmm. basically what you're saying is by saying you can do this yourself and you're not giving that to the Lord, is that's being prideful. Well, you're saying you don't need the you don't, Lord's you're help. You're basically saying, you God, you don't tell him you don't need yeah. it. Oh, I can I do it myself. It, yeah. It's like, mm-mm. No. No. Um, it reminds me that, that uh, the problem, well, I'll get to that in a minute, but it, it's, it, ne- it never leads to anything good. No. You know, um, pride is, is basically a spiritual prison as well. You know, if yeah. you're a believer and, mm-hmm. and you're prideful and you have that, that pride in there, it can actually block the things of, of God. Yeah. Well, you, know? you, you, yeah. I mean, it's like a big wall. That's right. Because if you're prideful, you're like, I don't need to pray. I don't need to be consistent in my prayer. I don't need this. I don't need that. Yeah. You start justifying things because yeah. that's it. Pride's a slippery slope, you know. Well, and I'll just. And nothing good will come from that. Right. Well, and I'll just be totally transparent and open here. Um Today, you know, at our, our church service and the word that was given today was so powerful. And, I mean, the Lord had to show me some things, like, that I have to say, hey, I'm I'm carrying this, this, and this, and I have this, and this, and this operating. And, obviously, pride was at the root of, of a lot of that. Yeah. And the thing is, is it's one of those things where it's not like you're in denial, but... It's like you, you go, but it's it. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, it's it's not that. You know what I? In 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 that in in essence is pride. Mm-hmm. If you say anything, oh, it's not that bad. I can deal with it. It's fine. You're not supposed to do that. Self sufficiency. <laughs> yes, you're supposed to give it to God and say, God, <clears throat> yeah. I don't want this. I don't want to operate in this, and I don't want to yep. walk in this. And and I don't want to be like, oh, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? Just in that. So it wasn't like I didn't know. Like, I'm in total denial. But it was right. really from a place of, oh, it's not that bad. It's not. Like, like oh, my. Yeah. yeah now, I mean, when, when God really 
And and it wasn't, I didn't feel shame and I didn't feel condemnation or anything, of course, because none of that's from God. He doesn't make you feel that. He makes you feel that holy conviction, though. Right. I mean, and when you get, when he shows you that, it's like, whoo, <laughs> it's, it's heavy. Right. And it, but it's heavy in a good way. It's, right. Well, yeah, he's showing you, know. you stuff that you need to fix to, you know, yeah. to, for you to, it's almost like a stern father correcting you. Yeah. It, it's unpleasant yeah. at first, but you look back and it's like, it, it was good for you. Well, and he's trying to divert you from, from destruction. It's almost like redirecting. He's, yes, he's redirecting. He's saying, yeah. if you can continue go down this path, you're going to have a lot of heartache. You're going to have a lot of hard times, you know? So he's trying to pull you, say, okay, go this way. Put that down and go this way. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, you talk about, you know, without if you don't correct, you know, then you're a path of destruction, right? Yeah. Well, it's like what Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction. Yeah. You know, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, 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 and you do, and, you know, and of course, when you, you know, build your relationship with the Lord and you know his heart and his character and you learn that, you know he's not doing that and he's doing it out of love. It's yeah. because he cares. Right. He's lo- he, he loves us um, to bring that correction and redirection to you and to show you these things, to you know, to bring things to the surface. And uh, it's like... Um, but it, it's it's heavy, and it's like I, I remember today they transitioned from that, and they were just like, oh, the joy of the Lord or whatever, and everyone's like jumping, and I I was like I could not transition into that because I felt the weight of of what God had just shown me. I right. I was just I was like processing that, right, yeah. like, and I like I was just I was just. In my, in that moment, yes, yeah. I was in, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I can't jump right. and pray. I mean, not like I can't praise the Lord because I always can. But in that moment, I was also having reverence for the seriousness of what he was showing me. That I wasn't being flippant about it. You know, I, I sat with that and I, I mean, of course I wept about it because, you know, when you, that's heavy, you know, and you just feel that, you know, that repentance, you know, right. come. And it was just... But you sit, and I'm still processing that, you know. But the good thing is, is you can come to the Lord every day. Right, yeah. And he doesn't hold it against you. No, he showed you that to help you. Yeah. Right. But every day you you say, search me, Lord. Right. Help me. And the the thing with the pride is essentially what the Lord kind of showed me collectively with all of that. Like we said, it's like a block and everything. Mm -hmm. But collectively... The what I felt in my spirit, the Lord say about all of those things that He was, you know, bringing to the surface, was that that I can't pour out like I need to, I can't fill you like I need to because there's no they, these are full mm-hmm. of things that shouldn't be there, right. like there's no room. Right. You gotta get you gotta clean that out right. and just lay that down and give it to me. So I can fill that space. Like, he's like, there, because I don't know who said this, some preacher we, we like, I can't remember, maybe it was Vlad or something, about that, the act of, of releasing things, getting them out and, and, and giving them to God so we free up room for the Lord to fill us yeah. more like he wants to. Right. Because you can't keep that stuff in there. It's blocking. 
It is. It's a block to that infilling, you know, yeah. and to and the areas too. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I like the analogy that I mean, this is more based on deliverance, but it's a it's a good analogy for a lot of different things. Is how you say you have a, a really big house. Yeah. You have all these rooms in there, closets, storage areas. And, you know, some of those closets and storage areas, you may not go in, you may not look at them for a year. Mm-hmm. Because you don't need nothing in them, right? Or they're full and you're not going to put anything in them. Right. And so you forget what's in there. Well, it probably, in a way, hides in, the, in, that, in, that, in that way where it could be sitting there so, dormant. They're, right. There's so much clutter, they don't know what's in here. Right. It's like, you'll go, yeah. then one day, he's like, you oh, what's in this closet? And you yeah. open this closet, you're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that was in there. Well, you know what's really crazy is, um, I don't know, this has been probably maybe a, some week, maybe a month ago now. Um, Steven, you said that. You gave me that word because of what I had been feeling. It was in our church, that church picnic thing we had. Yeah. And I, because, oh yeah, because we had to pray over each other. And uh, you were like, you said, uh, release. Mm-hmm. Is the word you got for me, yeah. and and then that's what that analogy that you you gave that when you gave me that word, what you felt that like the Lord was saying, and what was crazy is the the guest speaker today at church said that gave that same analogy. Right. I was like, oh was like, man, was, and that's why I looked at you and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I was that. like, oh, I'm, and you know what. I know there was a reason I didn't wear makeup today because it was, it was, I'm going to get erect. <laughs> I'm going to be wrecked today. And yeah. And that's so crazy. I, Cause, and I knew when, when those kinds of things happen, you're like, okay, it's, you know, it's in those moments where it, that's a confirmation yeah. of what God's saying. Yeah. And that's how, you know, it's for you, even though other people can, you know, relate that's to it. That's why I looked it. at you the way I did. I was like, I was like, did you remember that? Yeah, and and like and so you know it's personally for you that God's giving a confirmation through that and that you know that's your divine appointment. Right. That well, day. and sometimes confirmation isn't something that's gonna happen within a day or two. Sometimes it's weeks. I mean that's been how long has that been what three weeks ago yeah. probably about? Yeah. yeah. Give or take. Yeah. And about three weeks ago that was. Yeah. But uh yeah. and you got confirmation on that what today, so Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, I, I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when God does that. I mean, I right. always love it and I'm always thankful and grateful and yeah. and it's and we always and we always say this. I mean, we've said this a lot. It's it, it's not easy some of it. Some of what he shows you and tells you, it's it's corrective. It's right. redirective. It's yeah. it's not like we said sunshine and lollipops and rape. I mean, it's yeah. like it's it's literally when you say search my heart, Lord. Right. When you say that, when you pray that, right. you have to be willing, ready we to, to, to ready hear then, what he's saying to you. And then when you do, if you do get redirection, instead of looking at it like, oh my gosh, you know, like, I, I look at it as more like, I'm thankful. I am. Because if God is redirecting you, you right. should be absolutely thankful for yes. that. Because you missed it. Yes. God doesn't miss anything though. Right. He might let you go for a little while. Because it's not your time quite yet. Right. But he knows that he has that perfect timing, you know, and today was that perfect timing for you. Yeah. I mean, he showed me some things too that, yeah. that you know, I've gotten better with, but we're, like I said, pride sneaky. And they're the root of, they're all the, at the root of pride. It's right. crazy. It's I weird. swear it's almost like everything's at the root. <laughs> the yeah, pride's really, at the root really of is. everything, I it's, swear. That's why it's such a huge issue. It's I felt so heavy on my heart to speak on that today. Yeah. Um, but God showed me that, you know, because... 
Most of my life, I've been a very impatient person. Yeah. And I really don't know where that comes from. It comes from your dad, because your dad was impatient, too. Yeah, maybe it's a generational thing, but... It, yeah. And and my wife can attest this. I have a lot better than I used to be. Mm-hmm. But it's still there, to yeah. some degree. And God kind of showed that bad. to me. And so I'm kind of refocusing on that and yeah. kind of be more mindful of that, because, you know, if you look at impatience, it's it's not... It's not something that self-importance should be glorified like society glorifies being impatient and oh I just like things my way and that's kind of what impatience is. Well, stubbornness is pride too. Stubbornness and yeah, I was a stubborn person. I say impatience because I've had that for a long time and obviously I'm a lot better, you know. But um, it's basically saying that everybody should hurry up for you. Hurry up! You're you're in my way, or you're not doing things fast like I do, or you're not, you know, it's it's a it's well, it's a self-importance. Like my time is more valuable is. Yeah, than right. your time. You know, yeah, kind of. Thing. You don't do things as fast as I would. Yeah. I would do it. Well, that's yeah. prideful. That's just being <laughs> prideful. And uh, so, learning patience for me has been a it's been one of the hardest things for me. I've made a lot of progress compared to what I used oh, to yeah. be like. Oh yeah. But uh, it takes time. It's like, you know, when you get saved, we've been saved only what a few years few years now maybe yeah. you got or we're in our, I'm almost 50 mm-hmm. so you got 40 some years worth of unlearning of, of stuff you have to unlearn it doesn't happen overnight to God yeah so mm-hmm. I mean don't get discouraged if you no. if you struggle with it you backslide a little bit but no. that's why God's there and you you move forward you know well and it's just you just you you know you just take such um, encouragement from the fact that you know the word tells us that that um, his mercies are new mm-hmm. each morning, yeah. you know, and um, I just I love that so much, and that just that alone just speaks to who our God is, and mm-hmm. and just also his grace with us, just yeah. the unbelievable patience he has. Yeah, just the level of patience he has to have with, with us as humans is just. I, it's, you can't even wrap your mind around that no. because some of the stuff that people do, it just, yeah, it's like, like yeah, okay. it's it, you just you can't even comprehend it really, because right. he's just so good, you yeah. know. And, and that's the thing too. It's like, and I know we've talked about this too. Um, it's just like if you get out of the way and let God be God, yeah, just get out of the way. I, that's the, I think that's the most problem. Like people don't understand like. How much we're actually in the way of God's grace and His favor, yeah. and how He can move in our life and the and the amazing yeah. things He can do because we're in the way. Yes. And most prideful. of the times, it's being prideful. It's true. I can do this. I it's I I I I I, I or me mm-hmm. me me me. Yeah, I don't. I feel like it's been too long. I I think it should be sooner. I. Yeah. Think it should look different. I I asked God a week ago. Blah, and he blah, I haven't heard nothing. Right. Well, mm-hmm. it's God's time, not your time. You may not be ready for it. Yep. But even if you aren't ready for it, you need to be ready for it. Yes. Like like the. the I think I mentioned today. This. Said he said not to be on your heels, but on your toes. Right. To be ready to go. Yeah. Ready. And you gave that last week. You talked about Lester Summerall and that oh, yeah, story about, about the that. train and yeah. train ticket and all that. He was waiting on he was waiting on God for something, but he was ready, to, ready go to go when yeah. God was ready to move yeah. on it. God was ready to move, he was ready to go. And if he hadn't been, right. he would have missed his train and not made it to where he was going. And it right. was somewhere very important too right. that God had called him to do. Right. So 
while waiting for God to answer us, we need to be ready to go. Right. All, all the time. Yep. You know? Um, like, and, and we'll just say this, is like, you know, we could give like stories, like hypothetical stories. Like, um, there's, a, there's a really amazing prophetic um, lady that I, which I follow her online, and her name's Lana Vosser. And she, she shared like a quote or something, and it said that, how we as Christians should, you know, walk and and live our life is to be happily interruptible. Right. That's how you should actually be walking. Yeah. Because if you're happily interrupted by the Lord, that means you're walking in and um, you're when you say that prayer, your will be done, not mine, Lord, and you're walking in that obedience. That means you're not so tied. To things the way they are in your life that you won't go where God's asking you to or change what God's asking you to change or even if that means like you again like move across the country <laughs> like we did on real f- faith yeah we really moved on faith because nothing was in stone here right nothing we had nothing lined up here yet but we knew there was a timing that we needed to be here and that was to be, and that was just important to stay yeah. on that because God has a reason for that. Yeah. And yeah, even if and even if it doesn't look the way you thought, it's still good. God still gets the glory regardless, right. because the letdown isn't isn't you're not you're not you don't blame God for what you thought. When well, yeah, he that, didn't tell you, <laughs> I mean, it's you know, kinda, it's funny, but it, in a way, if God calls you to go somewhere and you have this preconceived idea of what it's going to look like or how it's right. going to be, the way things are going to play out, yeah, in and in, in a way, I mean, that's it's a prideful, it's too, it's prideful it's in a way. I know it's, it sounds it's, funny, it sounds weird, serious, but it yeah. really is because yeah. you're thinking about this is what I think it's going to look yeah. like. Because God's standing over here saying, "I never said that." Right. You're sitting there saying all these things in your head, and, and like, God's over here like, I didn't say none of that stuff. And he's like, why are you mad at me? I didn't for? tell I you didn't that. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just imagine him going, what What did I do? <laughs> right, yeah. I didn't tell you that. Okay. Yeah, it's just your own. And that's so, I mean, we can laugh about some of it, but of course it's serious. But right, yeah. It's, um, it's just crazy when you do dive into the topic of pride. Just how 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 prevalent it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then, you know we talk about you know pride a lot of it, a lot of it from a worldly standpoint, but there's also you know we mentioned at the beginning of the episode here about spiritual pride, um, and I do believe it's something that can slip into our life um, without us even knowing it. I mean, simple something as simple as like we talked about spiritual busyness in another episode. Mm-hmm. It was a few episodes. It was a few episodes ago. Yeah. Spiritual busyness. Yeah. Well, busyness can be a disguise for self-sufficiency, which is... Pride. Pride. Yeah. Um, you know, and the problem is it can be it can be a major stumbling block um, in our perspective about other people, ourselves, and our ability to pass on mm-hmm. um, that grace that God gives to us. Um, yeah. You know, and there's nothing wrong with identifying pride in others, but in helping them through it. But if you're going to do that, and something God put on my heart about that. He says, yeah. be sure to identify pride in yourself first. Yes. 
Because if you can't identify pride in yourself first, you have no business helping anyone else. Well, and then your motivation needs to be out of love right. always, that not out of ha-ha. Pastor like, Toby you, from yeah. our last yes. church before we moved here said, yeah. he said, if you're going to go confront, confront someone, no, not in a bad way. Confront them. To, you're, obviously, your motivation would be to, to help, help them. them. Yeah, it better be done. I love you. I have no business doing it. Yeah, healthy confrontation. Right. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has to be the root. Has to be love. Right. Otherwise, you have no business doing it because then you don't have the right heart posture to do right. it. You the point of, well, like sometimes God will give you a word of knowledge to help someone because they are struggling with something. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, that would be that needs to be led by love, and He doesn't do that for us to go be confrontational. And point out their sin or point out their problems for everybody to see. It's to help them or to how to pray for them. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, one of my sisters in Christ, she and I had a, we had a quite a conversation about this. Um, I don't know. It was probably like a year ago or something. And she said that that was one of the things that the Lord had been really putting on her heart is, you know, I don't give you these gifts of like discernment and I think it was really we were talking about the gift of discernment that God was really speaking to her and saying you know I don't I don't give you these gifts to judge people I give you these gifts so you if you discern something you can help them you know what to pray for for them or what to pray against if you know we're trying to bind something operating or break something off but it's 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 really a, it's a tool to let you know how you should pray. Well, That's right. the point. And something to keep in mind when it comes to you know, talk about discernment is that there's a very fine line between discernment and judgment. Yes. Yep. So you need to be careful even in that. Yeah. And it's I'm or you, you or like make sure that it's God's God's putting that on your heart and it's not you that you're discerning that properly and it's not coming from a place of judgment. And I think one of the one of the areas, and you hear this term, uh, people talk about, and it's the, it's a it's a I don't know you got to navigate that really really carefully is righteous indignation. Oh man, I I understand it. I felt it myself, but again, it's a fine line. It honestly is a fine line between feeling that and 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 being judgmental. It, it, when I, I, I think the healthiest way to like, I don't know, that like I guess you have to say an area to stay in would be if you see something that someone's doing and it grieves you, it grieves your spirit, right? Mm-hmm. It just grieves you right. and you're just like, oh, it's just like you're, it hurts. You're right. just like, yeah. oh, Jesus, help them. That is healthy. That is okay. You're not looking and pointing a finger. Yeah. You're feeling like, oh my gosh, don't they know? Don't yeah. they know how much yeah. God wants to do and move in their life? And why? You know, it, it's not like, why are they doing that? It's not like that. But you're just like, oh my God, you're just sad. You're you're grieved and, you're, and your, your heart is breaking and you feel such compassion for them. I think... That's the healthy area to stay in, in that if you feel like that comes up where you, you, you know, you look at a situation or what a person, you know, what's happening and you just feel your heart breaks, you know, yeah. and you feel grieved in your spirit for it. But, um, 
But it's it's true when, you know, the Bible tells us we have to be vigilant all the time. It's true. You have to be vigilant all the time in all things. Because the enemy is so sly of how he can sneak something in and get something to start operating in your life. And you and it, sometimes it goes undetected because it's guised to something else. Well, yeah. It, you know. It reminds me of the... Uh the verse in Luke. It's uh, Luke 18, starting in uh, uh, verse 10. It's the Pharisee, but the story about the, I guess it's a parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll just read it. I'm reading now the English Standard Version. <clears throat> Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed prayed this, God, I thank you and I'm not that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. You see the, you see the difference in that? Mm -hmm. The Pharisee was standing there saying how bad this other person was and how all these good things he does. Haughty. He was being haughty. Right. But the tax collector, which he was being, he, he was criticizing, yeah. was crying out to God saying, be merciful to me because I'm a sinner. And being humble. He and was, was being humble. humble. Yeah, he was being humble. Yeah. That's how yep. bad pride is. Mm -hmm. How sneaky it is. Because I'm sure in that moment the Pharisee didn't realize he was being prideful. Right. When he was doing that. Another, another uh, I guess, uh, what you would say, like a metaphor for that too is um that i always like um is um when they talk about the whitewashed tombs mm -hmm. how they're beautiful and neat and clean on the outside right. but they're full of death on the inside like seriously right. though yeah that that always stuck with me i'm like ooh man right. and were, were they i did i were they were they they were com comparing this the pharisees to that right Someone I was, so. I can't remember I can't who, remember the, but the they were saying, you are like the, they were saying that they were like the, the whitewashed tomb. whitewash tombs. Yeah. yeah. I was like, ooh, man. Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes, you know, um, we talked about if your motivation is anything but love for people. Mm-hmm. Like if your motivation is anything but love, that in itself would realize, uh, reveal that we have spiritual pride in ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. In judging it to be in someone else. Yes. And love not being the motivation for it. Right. You know? Yeah. I think some, you know, sometimes when, like, mm -hmm. the issue with the Pharisee, or, like, we do this sometimes, that we fail to understand that deep down, maybe we often compare someone we criticize with ourself. Right. In comparison's bad. And by the way, we that. would do yeah. something. Not They're not doing that. how I would do it. I wouldn't do it that way. I love that. I love that quote that they say, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. That's so true. Well, and, you know, and the worst thing about it, you know, with pride is like, and we wouldn't even admit that we were doing that. No. Because spiritual pride won't allow it. Right. Yeah. That's how bad it is. And that's why I felt so heavy to talk about this. And I'm not saying that pride is never talked about, but you don't really talk, hear people talk about pride in depth that much. I mean, there are, there are people that have done it, but... Mm -hmm. It's so destructive, and it's usually, majority is the root of most problems. Mm -hmm. Well, it's self-deceiving, it's blinding, right. so you're blinded, you're deceived by it, 
so that's why it's so so um, yeah. destructive is because it's blinding and self-deceiving. Like you're deceived by your own pridefulness. Right. Well, you know, I was reading this. There's this uh, there's a Christian author. He's actually born here in Tyler, Texas. I'm not sure exactly where Tyler's at, but he's mm-hmm. here in Texas. Um, and he's the author of this book called The Pursuit of Holiness. And I don't know how many people actually know that book, but it has some, it has some good stuff in it. Um, and I'm just quoting him in, some, in, in a snippet out of his book where he talks about spiritual pride. And he says, As we grow in the Christian life, we face increasing danger of spiritual pride. We know the correct doctrines, the right methods, the proper do's and don'ts, but we may not see the poverty of our own spiritual character. We may not see our critical and unforgiving spirit or our habit of backbiting or our tendency to judge others. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you can just go to church and you look at and you just, that, this, that, Instant mm-hmm. thought of someone the way they look, yeah, or maybe the way they're worshiping, or I mean, and I have to. I'm serious. Like you, I'm pretty sure be, everybody's probably guilty of that at some point. It's I mean, true. You'd be fool, it's foolish to say that you have never done that. And you, you know, it's true. You have to be guard on guard, yeah. And you have to be vigilant all the time and and check your heart. You know what I mean. And if you find that you're doing that, I mean, it. You know, take that thought captive. It's true. Yeah. Well, the word tells us to do right, that, yeah. and rebuke that. Now. Yeah, and say nope. I'm not thinking that. I'm not doing that. I'm not operating that. Nope. Don't don't let it go, because then it just has room to roam. You know, you've got to immediately. You know. You know. Um, yeah. And I and I I know well for my own. Um, However, this has worked out for me. I, you know, I'm sure it's for many reasons. But when I'm worshiping, I close my eyes. I don't. I don't look right. around at people, uh, yeah. because I. Well, number one, it was because it took me a long time to be able to worship freely because I was so worried that people were looking at me and judging me. So I felt like just like I didn't want to. I didn't want people to look at me. Right. So I found for me to overcome that. Um, and then obviously understanding that worship isn't about you. Right. It's about God. Right. And, well, and, and really, when you really dial that in and understand, like, it, it, it doesn't matter what I look like. I don't care. I'm going to worship him and I don't care what people are saying or how they think I look. I, now I don't, like, I have, like, no fear of man about that, like, right. at all. But that helped me get over that by closing my eyes but now I also think that closing my eyes helps me not to focus on other people either. Not to, like, look. Almost or, like a distraction. Yeah, because right? it, it, it can be. Well, you know, and everybody worships differently. Everybody does things differently. And, mm-hmm. and like with me, you say you close your eyes. For me, I, I have a hard time keeping my eyes closed for any period of time just because yeah. of my position in the church and what I do yeah. as far as serving. Yeah. So when I am worshiping, I tend to just look down. Yeah. So my eyes open, but I'm looking down that way. I'm not. Right. Paying attention, you know, or being distracted by by others, you know, and, and letting them worship and, mm-hmm. and do things how they they feel God's doing that for them. Because, like I said, everybody's yeah. different. And um, so that's kind of what I do. But Yeah. Well, and I, what I like, too, is I like that, uh, you know, when you can, when you do that and you're not, focused on other people like because it's not distracting you're not focused then you don't you're not having that risk of like judging someone or you know what I mean it kind of just 
removes that like potential, I right. guess. Yeah. Even if that would just you're like I'm not doing that, but it would cre- you know whatever because it's just it's always yeah. something I swear. Um, it's not like you walk around operating in that, but sometimes things get, it's like, get out of here. You know, well, you know, like I said, some people, people worship in different ways and they feel yeah. God in different ways and we're all different. We all do things right. differently. And sometimes it's like those thoughts if you, if still you, sometimes come. Right. You see something like, it's like, Oh, that's a little bit odd to me, but yeah, you kind of got to check yourself when you, you start do. doing that because, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not one of those people that's real active when I mm-hmm. worship. I, I just really kind of just soak it in and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's fine. And, and, and there's some people that want to move, you know, they get up yeah. and jump around, they run around, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not that, but I'm right. definitely not going to criticize people no, who do that. of course not. Because that's what God, a, that's how yeah. they feel the Lord, you know. Well, it's a personal. Right. It's a personal expression. It's a personal experience in how you worship the Lord. Right. Between you and him, it, you, you're, you're doing that for your king. Right, right. Like, I, who am right. I to tell you how to do that or not do that, you know? Right. Well, it's kind of like that. You know, we talk about when in daily encounters, everybody encounters God differently. Yes. You know, whether you're out, you like to be out in nature or quiet, quiet yeah, in the morning with your coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. however that works for you, how yeah. that looks, and worships the same way. Yeah. Everybody worships differently. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like the closing <laughs> closing of the eyes because it does just remove that, like I said, that risk of being distracted or thinking of oh, that. It's odd or something. Right, I mean, yeah. you know, just, I don't know. Cause, and sometimes if you're not, you know, if something's foreign to you or you haven't ever seen it before, you're just like, oh, whoa, yeah. you know. Um, and I, and for me, I, it helps me to really, I mean, I'm, I, it's almost like I kind of go, I mean, obviously I'm still present to you know, like in the church, but it's like, I'm, I go somewhere else. It's literally like, I feel like I do go up to heaven and I'm, like walking up to Jesus, like that's always kind of what I mm-hmm. that I'm seeing him, and I'm t- I'm like telling him these things or singing to him. Yeah, that's kind of what I like. I'm walking on the road in heaven, right, yeah. the cold road. Yeah, and um, yeah, or I'm or I'm or I'm in the throne room and I'm bowing or like whatever. It's so it allows you to really connect in worship when you you know aren't distracted right yeah well you know even in with all the issues with pride in the world and obviously pride has crept into some churches and Mm -hmm. um there are a lot of very easy ways to overcome pride and kind of keep ourselves in check and obviously one of those the big ones is seeking fulfillment in god not man yeah um we don't worship man no god's our savior not man doesn't matter what man's done to you, he's hurt your feelings or you know, whatever he's done. Fulfillment doesn't like come, you. Right. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't none of that matter. matters. No. What's God say about you? Right. Does Seeking, God like you? <laughs> right. Doesn't matter what man says about you, what right. he thinks of you, or the horrible things they say about you. It matters what God thinks. Yeah. So seeking fulfillment in God, not man. Yeah. Um, obviously committing your life to Christ if you're not saved. Yes. Um, if you are saved and maybe you've been on maybe kind of phoning it in a little bit or mm-hmm. even struggling with maybe recommitting your life, like really Make it, yeah, an honest, honest, solid recommitment in your life to Christ, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, well, in anything too, it's repentance is always just so key that you have to, you know, you have to be willing to admit that 
you know, you've done something yeah. not good or displeasing to the Lord yeah. or something that grieves him or, okay. you know, and, and it just, and you've been operating, you have to be willing to admit it to that taking, you know, yep. responsibility for that and, and understanding that there, you have to do that. And then repentance, I mean, yep. having a heart of repentance yep, is so absolutely. key That's because you can't be like, again, we've said this too. You, if you're fine with something and you're just like, yeah, it's cool. You know, I'm just going to sweep it over here. God's not going to move because if you're fine with that block, he's not going to remove it for you. Right. You know what I mean? God, no. You know. No. It's a free will thing. Right. If you're comfortable with it and you're fine with it, he's like, well. I, those things are your friends. I mean, God. I'm not, not forcing it out of you. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. Um, so really that heart of repentance and to want yeah. to turn away from that. I don't want this anymore, Lord. I don't want to operate in this. I right. don't. Basically having, basically. Yeah. Humbling ourselves and having some humility, you know. Yes. Well, and repentance is humbling yourself. I mean, right. that's humbling Having yourself. a repentant heart. Yeah. I mean, it's not as simple just saying, hey, I'm sorry I did that. Mm-hmm. Is it, a, it or do you have a repentant heart? Right. That you don't desire that. You don't right. want that. that you're you sorry. can repent for something and still turn around and do it again. Yeah. That you're true, true repentance. You know, it's yeah. one thing if, you, if you're struggling, you're kind of relearning things, and mm-hmm. that's that's why you got to be in that, that secret place with the Lord and being mm-hmm. in those daily encounters and being in prayer and. If you're struggling with something, you should be in that even more, you know. Right. Um, and really giving, giving some time to God. Um, and we talked about, you know, I give the analogy of the rooms and everything. You know, a big thing of overcoming pride is seeking to identify where pride hides. Yeah. Where is it hiding? Like mm-hmm. you had that breakthrough today. Yeah. That you didn't know. Like you didn't know it was there. I mean, you know what's weird though? I, it's not because I say it wasn't like I was delusional. So I did know it was there. Maybe. Or maybe. Well, I think sometimes, but, like you said, sometimes we don't think it's that big of a deal. It, that's what it was. It's, oh, it's fine. It's oh, not, it's that, not big. that big. It's of a deal, not yeah. that bad or whatever. Right. It, so it what literally wasn't like I did not know because I did know. I think it was like, oh, but it's not that bad. I'm not like, I don't know. Those instances where you get. I'm not like some people. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not I, that bad. Yeah. yeah. And where you can, like, kind of like, I don't know. It's a deception, I guess. Like, yeah. You know, you're yeah. believing a lie and you're saying it. Oh, it's not that bad, yeah. though. Yeah. But so, no, it was, I didn't, I did know it was there. I think it was just a, a case of, oh, it's not that bad. I can, I can deal with it or whatever. Right. Well, then, you know, another thing, it may come to the point where, you know, you're doing all these things. You you do have a repentant heart. Um, you commit your life to Christ. Uh, you, you know, you kind of break away from that fear of man. And and we talked about identifying where pride hides. We used the analogy of the rooms. I mean, you're going through, treat your, you know, your body like a house. You're going through all those rooms, cleaning out all those mm-hmm. little nooks and crannies that, Doors you haven't opened, and you know, mm-hmm. maybe it may be dealing with some things and doing some healing too. That's true, you know. And some of that healing, you know, it may come to the point where you need you need some deliverance from that spirit of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then there's lots of people that do that, there's people that can help with that, you know, whether it's in an altar call or a one on one session with someone yeah. that you trust, or um, if you're in a church that doesn't do deliverance. Now, necessarily, a church not doing deliverance isn't necessarily, that's not necessarily a salvation thing. But mm-hmm. when, as long as the church that you attend isn't railing against deliverance. Right. You know, 
It's part of the Great Commission. Yeah. It's something that God commanded us to do. Well, and if Jesus did it, we, right? You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's obviously a right. good thing to do. But there's lots of uh, resources and stuff for mm-hmm. for that, and um, yeah, it's obviously being delivered from that as well. Well, and then um, the well, the other thing too is like when you. Um, when you kind of, I don't know, you get, like you said, you got, you kind of gone through all this and here's the thing and people need to kind of, I think it's good for people to understand this and not this. So you're not totally coming undone and beating yourself up or whatever mm-hmm. is we are literally going to have struggle and have to overcome and battle until oh, the, until yeah. the day we get called home to heaven. Yeah. That is part of just being, we are in a battle, a spiritual battle, mm-hmm. once we become a Christian and we walk with the Lord, you're on, you're in the battle, period. Mm-hmm. The, the day that happens that you become saved. Yeah. So that's just part of what your Christian walk looks like. Yeah. You are going to be battling. Yeah. Now, does it mean everything is this hard all the time? And no, it should it's not, it's not, it shouldn't be a constant battle, no. But it means those are going to come. Right. It comes with the territory. You're going to have, you're, you're going to, you know, slip up. You're going to make a mistake. You're, we're not perfect, and God's not looking for perfection. No. He's looking for obedience. He's looking for that repentance to, you know, and that, and love, you know, your your heart posture. Like, there has to be some growth there. I mean, and growth, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to try, you know, there has to be effort there. You can't just phone it in. And it's, it's almost like that, that where they say you, you, you can say sorry with your mouth, but if you don't say it with your actions, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Same thing here. Yeah. Just because you repent out loud to God doesn't mean your heart's changed. Right. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really a heart posture too. That's very important to say is, are you allowing the Lord to transform you mm-hmm. because when that happens tra- things just naturally come with that yeah. fruits of the spirit naturally come from that yeah. growth naturally comes from that yes. if you're allowing the lord to do the work yeah. he needs to do in you right. and that pruning and uprooting of things that you know yeah. are not pleasing you know and, and and that are a hindrance you know, to you walking in health right. and spiritual we, growth. Everybody know? that's been saved at some point has dealt with that. I mean, I talked at the beginning of the, of the show where how pride itself kept me from God simply because I was mad at man. Yep. I mean, I realized at the time that's really what I was upset by. Yep. I was upset at a spirit of religion. Yes. Which is a man thing. You know, that's yeah, a, a man. problem that man has created. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I'll. I'll uh, expand on that in our testimonies at some point we do that um, yeah but that's that's the thing that I think people need to understand how big of a hindrance that can be mm-hmm. yeah that can be a separator from God yeah you know as it was for you right right and if you want to know how in how important and serious the issue of pride is just go in your Bible app or Search in some way how many times pride is mentioned in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It is there is so it's so much. Mm-hmm. It's like 
When it's mentioned that much, you know it's a, it, was, it was a problem, and it still is. Well, and what was the first sin? Right, pride. Yeah. Before we were even here. Yeah. You know, that's what casts Satan out of heaven. Yeah, I mean, that should tell you how much of a deep-sea pride is. And yeah. I'm not trying to laugh about that because it's not funny, but it's like, wow. It, like, it casts like, an angel out of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, pride. whoa, dude. But, so, don't get in the mindset it's like, Oh, that can't happen to me. Okay, well, yeah. if I cast an angel out of heaven, I guarantee it's happening to us. Well, and it, how much? Okay, well, I think Derek Prince talked about I'm that. I'm pretty sure nobody can sit here right now yeah. with a clean conscience and say that they have, don't have pride in their life at some point. That's true. Well, Derek, Even right now. Yeah, when Derek Prince talks about that. He, he talked about that, that, that pride, you know, you know, that cast, you know, um, Lucifer out of heaven and... And he said, if it that happened, he said, how much more could it happen in, in on the earth right. and in your own life? A lot more I mean, easily. Look at the world. Pride is glorified. Right. It's true. It's, it's almost yeah. like a badge of honor now to be prideful. So, well, look at all this stuff that's self this, self that. Right. And well, even people use the pride as a logo for their movements. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's true. the whole thing is pride, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's yeah that it's a it's a it's it's almost like they treat it like it's a it's virtuous. Right. So the big thing in, in, you know. in kind of closing and everything is like, or my challenge to everybody that's listening is like, really sit mm-hmm. in that time with God in your daily encounter and prayer and ask God to expose pride in your life yep. and do that regularly. Yep. Because it's really easy how it can just sneak in. Well, it's like a, you have to give yourself a spiritual, constant spiritual like, checkup. Yeah, like a checkup, yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, when you pray, there's just certain prayers that you, you you know, you have to be ready to with what the Lord's going to do and show you when you pray these prayers. Yeah. Like when you say, search my heart, oh God. Be ready for it. Dude, <laughs> be ready, buddy, yeah. because like me... That shook me today. Yeah, like it, it was, a, it could be an awakening, especially for you. Something you didn't, know, you had forgotten about, or kind of pushed back into that closet in the back of the house in the corner yeah. that you forgot about. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, and even if you do know it's there, if it's again like me, yeah, like it. that you thought, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Well, if the Lord's showing you again, and He's saying, look, this, 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 He's telling you it is a big deal. Yes. And it needs to go. Period. Because, and then, like I said, then the impression after that is he's like, I don't, there's no room for me to, right. to fill because right. I, the, this is full of this stuff, yeah. you know? So look at it like that too. Yeah. You got to clear out the, the bad to be filled with the good, you know, get yeah. the bad stuff out so God can yeah. fill you with his goodness, you know, and, and, and just really give you an overflow of like what he wants, you know, to, to be able to move through and do in you. And it can, the Lord still use you, even if you do have these things in these areas. Yeah. But you're, it's going to be a hindrance and a block to, like I said, when we say, I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to read the word. I don't have time to, yeah. But you, you could binge watch Netflix for well, that's that, that's five that, hours. That's that self-sufficiency. You're saying, I don't need to pray. Well, that and then you're also, it's your flesh saying, but I want to do this, though. Right. 
You have I'm time. Stuck. Yeah. It's not a time issue. It's a. It's whether that thing I don't remember who said that where that came from. It's like if it's important, you'll make time. If it's not, you'll make excuses. excuses. Yeah, we always say that. It's true though. We we that's like if something's important to you, you will make time for it. That's true. So if TV's more important to you, mm-hmm. that's what you'll be doing. Yep. If prayer's important to you, you'll be in prayer. Yeah. Well, and you have to prioritize these things. They're not just gonna, you know, it's and you have to work at it. It's not like you become just like oh oh it's you know. It's just la di da. From the, it's it's sometimes it's a struggle. It's a battle. You have to fight for that. Like we even our pastor here said, he found himself because the enemy likes to come in and create all kinds of chaos yeah. and distraction for you when you're gonna get in to your prayer time with the Lord or yeah. your your encounter well, with the Lord. Right, and it was like I think it was the kids were always yeah. kids interrupting him or. And he said he that day he said let me just tell you church. He said, I had to fight for my daily encounter that day. It was not easy. He said, I finally said, I have to get out of the house and go for a walk. And that's not normally how he encounters God. But that was the only way he could. Yeah. That, that so time, he yeah. fought for that. You have to fight for it. It has to be prioritized in your life. Schedule that time if you need to. And fight for it. Fight for it. Don't let it just pass by the wayside. Because the enemy will come with distraction. Yeah. He... he pastor uh said today uh, like i don't know he said it, it's funny it, and you laugh at things because it's true it's like right. one of those things that you as a believer people can relate to all of us are like laughing because we're like yes Been he's there. like your phone hadn't rang all day your phone hadn't got a text all day and then <laughs> you want to get in the word or you want to get in prayer or you want to get into your, your your phone and then and then every person that hadn't talked to you in a week wants to call you and talk to you and this is happening the kids are freaking out and the dog's going nuts and like he's like it's he's and he said you have to fight for it you have to be willing to fight for it and say this is too precious of a thing right. to not do. Yeah. And I think it's so easy for us to not treat it that way. Right. Oh, it's fine. I'll just do it another day. Well, I'll, I'll is, do it tomorrow. Well, the thing or, is, you know, prioritizing prayer mm-hmm. for that daily encounter requires, huma- uh, requires uh, humility. Yeah. That you I know? need this. Right. That you need that. It's a- I can't function as good as a wife i can't function good as a mom i can't function good as a friend i can't function good as a daughter i can't function good as yeah. whatever um as a employee if i don't have this yeah. every day right because that allows me to be able to do things and walk in my life in a healthy way yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. You know, it's it's what you you get in those times with the Lord, what your daily encounter, your prayer time, your time in the Word, overflows into all the other areas of your life. Yeah. That they, they everything flows from that. Yeah. And if that's healthy, the other areas have a high likelihood of being healthy too. Right. Doesn't mean there won't be other things and things that come up and difficulties and issues right. no that because again we're still in the world yeah. we still have to navigate a lot of things you know but um but it's it's imperative yeah. and and if you want to get past some of these things you really do have to humble yourself right. and and really just 
ask the Lord. But again, if you're asking him, be ready for what he says. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like you said, that's kind of our challenge for everybody is to kind of just really sit and reflect. Yes. And ask God to show you where that where that pride's hiding. It may be things you did know about, you kind of just shoved in the corner or, you know, things you maybe didn't know about, maybe you kind of just buried. Mm-hmm. But just remember, you got to be ready when God God speaks to you on that. Yep. Um, and like we said, you know, sometimes it's, it's heavy, but it's good. It's always good. Right. It's always good. It's yeah. always helpful, and it's always necessary. Well, it's part of that growth thing, and sometimes we've said it before. Yeah. Growth sometimes growth is uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's, when you get past it, and you look back, and you're like, "You're yeah. much better. You're much better for it." Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys uh, found this informative and helpful, and you know, um, got something out of it for sure. Hopefully, that's always our hope <laughs> with right. this. But kind of using our own experiences to kind of help others. Yes, um, and we just they always, as always, we thank you guys for the time you take to tune in and download and all that. Um, we really appreciate it, and we're so grateful. And um, as always, if you need prayer for anything, you can uh, email us at the Devoted Life uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can comment uh, or message us on social media if you feel more comfortable doing that. Uh, we would love to pray for you and, um, you know, and uh, intercede for anything you might need or mm-hmm. anything like that. And um, and I don't, I'm not sure what we're talking about next week. I don't think, I don't know. So I guess maybe we're not going <laughs> to... We're gonna kind of not put topics now. We kind of we let God lead that. Yeah, I because I think now Sometimes we that changes. well, we, yeah, in that we had those crazy technical difficulties and we had to do all that you know these last few weeks. But then this got just the Lord just really downloaded that for you and put that on your heart heavy. So yeah. I think we're just gonna let the Lord lead it and we'll just you know see where that goes. So yeah, so it'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> So, uh, but we thank you again, you guys, for for tuning in. And we love you all. And we wish you a blessed week. And we will see you on our next one. Bye.